0: This is the EMF Lifting and Laughing Podcast. I'm your host, Owen Murphy, the man with the plan, the cat with the hat, the joker without the jokes. But today, I'm joined by a very, 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 five times the very special guest. He is a fellow Corkonian, but he don't reside in Cork no more. He is the original the future of the man down under. He is the great one, the, the magnificent, the inspiring, the the operator of operators. He is Shane McKeown. How are you, my friend? Hello. <laughs> what a what a
1: fantastic introduction. I don't think I've ever uh, been introduced in such high regard. This is this is great. And Hello. How are you? If it helps,
0: most people get something like that. So. I, you know, not, not too special, really, but uh, <laughs> we try so, to... well, as, as,
1: as I said, oh, this is this is the very first time I've been speaking on a podcast. So I'm excited to share that experience with you.
0: Well, that, that to me, obviously, is is hard to believe. I, I know you a lot, a long time, probably know you 12, 13 years and we were in CIT together. We threw, threw hands at each other in, in, a, in a, a, a legal uh, Queensberry Rules sense of boxing, not, not on Patrick Street. Not that I recall, anyway. Uh, and <laughs> You also, by pure coincidence, went to Australia, I think they, the same fortnight that I went to Australia a good few years ago. And um, you had a journey, you, you set up a company that basically helps fitness businesses Uh, take a step up to being an actual business and which uh, business is good for you because lots of businesses need your help I know that I know that for a fact because you're you're a part of our team you know you're a part of our journey and as much as nearly anyone who is who's currently with us and and you you don't just provide I suppose this is how you do marketing this is how you track This is how you (laughs) not fall apart. You're one of the most inspiring, motivating, and just very, very good at communicating hope and belief in people. And my question to you straight away is, were you always like that? Or is it something that you you built, you, you learned, you picked up? along the way
1: uh, what a what a great question um, well look I certainly I would say from the outset I don't know if you can see on my head um, people listening probably won't but I, I have a bit of a knock uh, that you might be able to see so the Queensbury rules are, are still being played out um, I'm clearly I clearly haven't got much better either as you can tell um, but we did we did throw hands back in the day look uh, I <sighs> It is a great question. And I think I personally would have always um, been in a position where I had to inspire hope and a positive outlook maybe in myself and in my own circle, but uh, never formally growing up. um, it, It wasn't something that was a part of my day to day beyond inspiring myself and maybe people close to me mostly myself, inspiring myself to, to do more. Um, and I think what we like to do and I appreciate you um, sort of outlining it in a really good way is yes, we work with businesses um, from a sales standpoint, marketing, operational focuses, but but in some ways, and I think this is where a lot of the members that we work with, you know, we, we do work with the EMF brand, which we're excited to do every single day. Um, but I think a lot of it comes down to we're able to provide a certain layer of accountability that sometimes can get lost in Business ownership because as you transition to owning and running your own business, it's great because you own and run your own business and you can kind of do whatever you want, whenever you want, and that is fantastic. But on the other side of that, there are some challenges that sometimes we we're kind of the gentle kick in the backside for some people. And we're also the, I would say, the high five that um people probably don't get when they go out on their own um, because it is it can be a bit of a lonely world at the start. So yeah, I think uh, working, I've probably developed those skills and we've brought those skills into our business in line with the members that we've worked with because it's what they've needed and it's, it's what I've seen has been needed. And so I personally and we as an organization have uh, put more effort and energy into mastering that craft and, and really trying to help people um, push past the own, their own uh, limiting beliefs sometimes that they may have said
0: good and what about you Shane <laughs> you you as a person you, uh, I I can't visualize it I, I can't even think of it as a thing but you you must have dumb days you must have days where you're like ah oh, I just couldn't be faked or I just uh what was it no dramas Mike. Not bad, Mike. <laughs> how do you because you Maybe you have a shame that, that you check in with monthly. Maybe you do. D- did you recognize that from, because I, I know a bit about your background. You've, you've sold suits. You've sold, I think, SIM cards for 02. You shipped <laughs> a few sofas in Boston, was it? <clears throat> um, and we worked for the same company over in Australia. And um, did you recognize being around good people was was the path to becoming a good person or mentorship find someone who gets you gets you pumped and don't let them go you know and that can be personal that can be friends or family or as just you just you know the, the local public and you're like good lord that guy is just silk at business and he doesn't even know it. i'm just gonna you know hang around the bar have a few bites and listen to this guy <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Yeah, look, so So. kind of a two-parter, really. The, the, do, do I have down days and, and uh, do I have to deal with them? Of course. Um, I, I think we, we all deal with uh, difficulties in our daily lives, in our business lives, in our own world. Um, so, yeah, look, certainly I've had to deal with tough times. Um, and certainly I've been able to uh, truly feel those times, too, because it's not about uh, pretending uh, difficulties are not happening or, are not um, not seeing them. I, I suppose I'll 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 share a fairly difficult time that you know again we know each other uh, pretty well but you, you'd be aware of this but uh, unfortunately I lost my father a couple of years back um, to cancer. Um, he'd been sick for a period of time and you know it was it was it was extremely difficult. Um, it, it, there was no uh, silver lining on that sort of um, in, in that moment I suppose, and that was that was probably four and a half years all up from being sick to uh, unfortunately passing on but I think now I I take a lot of courage from that my, my down days now are difficulties now that I face uh, there's something that I like to do which I think maybe might be something that people could could take um, and, and it's a strange thing I suppose but but I, I view um, you know smaller challenges or are difficulties that that I'm personally facing today, in comparison to the most difficult thing that I've ever faced, which is the passing of my father and being there and, and seeing it happen. And so I like to, in the moment, say to myself, when I'm having difficulties today, in relation to the most difficult thing that I've ever been through, how hard is this really? And truly, how hard is this really? And I, and I think that immediately urges me into action. if it's a small thing, like, oh, what if I you know, what if I try this and I fail? Well, again, when I reframe that in comparison to the really most difficult thing that I've had to deal with, um, it urges me into action and I, I like to think that I'd be doing my father proud when I when I push forward in in those ways. So um, yeah, uh, look, uh, I, I suppose. Uh, do I have difficulties and do I get down and, and are there challenges? Of course, right? That's obvious. That that definitely does happen. Uh, do I like to uh, view those things in a lens that I can push through? Again, absolutely. Um, I, I think my role now as a leader in an organization that supports business owners, so so beyond myself, um, and certainly we've we've been dealing with a really difficult world of business, especially in the fitness industry, uh, over the past couple of years with, with the lockdowns from, you know, we do work across the, the globe. Uh, Ireland was experiencing crazy times uh, recently. We're now dealing with probably similar feelings in like Victoria and Sydney in Australia. And so I, I do like to provide that, um, that light at the end of the tunnel for business owners and it's really cool now that I work in different regions because I can literally see what the light looks like in Ireland. Now I'm seeing that light to a degree because you're out the other side of it. Fingers crossed, touch wood, all the rest of it. But, you know, you're out the other side of it in a way. And and I think the business owners over here now in Victoria and Sydney can, can learn from that. And and actually, you know, your story that was shared in, in our SARE Connect group, which where we have, um, you know, business owners who who engage with one another and, and share best practice and wins and all the rest of it, you know, I'm I'm a connector and linking people like you to inspire those operators is also a part of what I would do in that world. So, um, yeah, I suppose personally, do I have difficult days? Yes, my my coping mechanism today is to frame it against really really difficult times, um, and and on a from a business front, I suppose. I, I recognize that for the hour or two hours or whatever time I have with somebody, I try and bring the very best of myself to that person, because in this moment in time, they need me to help them through their times that they're facing. And yes, of course, I, I do have um, uh, mentors, informal and formal, that I engage with and, and, and connect with and you know, stay true to uh, my path
0: brilliant brilliant. Power, powerful stuff uh, and like thank you for sharing that as well and um, I, I do I did know that so um, and you know it's just a total open forum to share share whatever you want here. Um, and my my the only way I can relate to that thank, thankfully both my parents are still alive but having children myself in the last few years and having them been being sick and, and seriously sick here and there, It is just whatever's happening in the gym is just non-comparable to the worry and the stress, but also the action that it hopefully drives you into. And that provided you have the time to go back to the business and and do to to bring those uh, reflective practice, those perspectives with you, you are better and you're a better person, which means you're a better operator. It's like, why become a better operator? Become a better person. And it'll just happen naturally, which I'm sure you you focus on that Seeing You you go surfing, you go just spend lots of time with your wife, you go out, to, you do enough things to become the best shame And then you're like, whoa, Sarah seems to be going well. Imagine that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I have totally another, another interesting question for you because I feel like you're a rarity. Uh, you're, for a lot of reasons, you're a rarity in this world but you're you work in the fitness industry, right? But you've never been a PT, not that I know of, I've <laughs> never been a coach. You have not been your stereotypical I lift weights and uh, I don't really do anything else. And Sherlock, I'll just make this a job, like so. Why, like, and I would feel with your skills, like what you could do on Wall Street, frightening stuff. <laughs> what you could have done in let's say pharma. Like if you were a sales rep for Pfizer now in the last few years, my God, what damage you would have done! But but like it good as well, I suppose. Why did you choose to go into the fitness industry, and and what what keeps you here basically as well?
1: Yeah, I've never I've never actually thought about it like that when when you say it. I've never been. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I've I've uh, I have no. Um, personal training qualifications let's put it that way um <clears throat> probably the closest thing i came to uh, coaching a, a lesson or a, 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 a fitness session would have been in our boxing days zone when when you weren't there and i had to give a hand <laughs> oh god <laughs> that's probably... and, and you know i was, was i was valid, led valid. i was led by you back then so um <laughs> double jab right hand left hook right hand that's so that's probably my training mechanism <laughs> um it
0: take you to the olympics lad. <laughs>
1: got us this far so um look obviously like any uh, young lad coming through um i mean and anyone really who who, who is growing up nowadays in particular uh, i had an interest in in my own fitness it probably stemmed from um that for me looked like boxing at an early age and then going in and badly doing stuff in the gym like i'm sure most people can uh, relate to i've been i've been badly doing stuff in the gym long enough to get a bit better at it i think would be my way of uh, how, how my training style looks. You know recently and then I've got some professional guidance as well in terms of fitness training but um yeah look I, I suppose in some ways fell into the industry uh the fitness industry as a as a job that that would that would be fair to say uh didn't fall into the industry or fitness uh, by accident loved it but fell into it as as a as a role I suppose early on and uh, for me, what I realized when I started in the fitness industry uh, was was probably that, and I think this is where I, I do a lot of work early on with uh, sole trader, personal trainers, and people who are coming through, is that you're kind of primarily in the people industry, and then you're in the sales industry, and then you're in the industry that you're actually in. So, so there's almost like two layers of industries before we get to the one that obviously where you're delivering and doing the stuff. And I'm sure you, know, you, you could relate to this from a, from a fitness standpoint. Of course, the fitness stuff needs to be great. I'm, I'm not saying that that's not the case. However, it is also really important that your people skills, your ability to communicate, um, you know, those skills are also crafted and delivered in the right fashion. And then on top of that, if you want to grow a business, the sales components and sales skills are really important too. So I think when I landed into the fitness industry, kind of like you alluded to there, I could have jumped into many others. And, and you mentioned the the, the suit uh, trading days. I, I was certainly, uh, for anyone, uh, you know Cork-based, uh, Dave O'Connor, suit distributors. God bless you, bye. The best man coming out of talker, right? Um, um, you know, he, he's, he's a celeb in, in his own right. Uh, I learned a lot. I learned a lot from him. Right. So some of them, I, I probably would drop some of the styles and skills, but certainly some of them I, I would have kept. Um, and, and so I think I recognize that it's about building relationships, uh, actually caring, really, really, truly, ultimately caring, um, being able to, to to showcase that or help people, which is ultimately, as I would like to call it, selling. Uh, and then delivering, then delivering on the, the service, you know, that you ultimately um, offer. So, um, yeah, my, my, my path through fitness over here in Australia was through a large brand, which you just mentioned, we, we both set a cross paths on for a period of time. Uh, my claim to fame, if, if I had one, uh, I would say is I, I won the um, Rookie of the Month award when I started, which I, which I thought was great. Um, you know, I don't know if you I were competing with me that month.
0: month though, I beat you on the <laughs> <laughs> same. I beat. Yeah, you well, okay. just one month. I was only there for six. But I beat you
1: on. I, I give it to you, Owen. Oh, you were, you were, a, you were a master. um So I, I sort of, you know, I recognised fairly quickly that I came in, young lad, didn't uh, barely spoke the language. You know, I mean, I know they speak English, but you know, our version our is a bit different. Again. um And back then, this sounds pretty, probably in the middle for anybody it's from Cork. Back then, problem. I was. I was very cark. So, um, yeah, like, I think I realized there and then that I, I could I could do this. Right. I, I could really help people. Um, and it it wasn't about me teaching them how to do the correct form and a push up. It was about me helping them believe that they could do it before they believed in themselves. It was about me. I was actually I was effectively being their coach um, in a different way before we were being paid to be their actual coaches. So I was helping them break down those limiting beliefs that they had set and those things that they had been telling themselves, like, I'm too this, I'm too that, I'm too big, I'm too small, I'm too old, I'm whatever. I was helping them remove those things. And that's quite hard because some people have been telling themselves that for 10 plus years. Um, So, I mean, what do you do when you ultimately coach somebody in, in fitness? I mean, you're, you're holding people accountable and you're helping them move towards their goals and, and, and their targets um, and maybe creating a, a new level of confidence along the way. I think I was doing that from day one. I just didn't do it on the gym floor.
0: Brilliant, brilliant. Yeah, and that's it. And, I, I, and I'm in no way saying... Leave this industry because <laughs> you know stay stay where you are <laughs> for, for a while anyway. But if and if you are going, let us know. We'll come with you. <laughs>
1: no, 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 uh, no. But but I I really do, and and that is a, another point. Uh, you you asked the question on uh, so what keeps you in this industry? I I don't think I could get this passionate about pharmaceutical sales. I don't think I could get this passionate about other things that I don't truly believe to the core. Um, I, I am around fitness personally in my life. It, it, it is, you know, all that I know of it is all that I do. It it, it permeates my lifestyle in so many ways um, that, that for me, when I work in this space, it's basically, um, I, I feel like I'm in the position and our company is in the area and, and, you know, industry that it should be in because of the impact we see it have every single day.
0: Boys man once said, sell fitness for good.
1: Well, you know, it is it is the mantra of Sarah. I was going to wear the T-shirt today, but I, we've just got the regular, <laughs> regular branding. But but that's that's the way you know, that's that's kind of that. Actually, that was a, an interesting story. The our, our business mantra, sell fitness for good, um, which I don't know if you know where it came from, but um I'll I'll share it here. One of the uh, ways in which we uh, we sometimes suggest this to business owners as well to try to um, put their values into language that their people are saying, not what what you are as the owner uh, is is to check your reviews and see what people are saying about you and see what things are coming up, um, you know, uh, constantly what, what people are saying you do, not necessarily what you are saying you do. Um, and that was one of the, the messages that came through, and almost word for word. So it's actually a, a guy called Ali who actually said it. So if you, if you want to give credit, it was Ali. He's yeah. you can check our reviews, um, uh, and he talks about the you know at Ser they're changing the um, the relationship that business owners have with sales. I'm not I'm probably misquoting it, but um, you know the sales is seen as a necessary evil, and 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 what they do is. They, they totally remove that and go beyond that to actually sales is almost a necessary good. And so our, our uh, you know, um, mission has become, or our mantra has become sell fitness for good. And, and that means for someone like yourself, Owen, you know, as a, in the fitness industry directly, you know, when you sell fitness, it, it feels good personally. You get to, you know, be involved in people's changes and, and all of the, the positives that they see in their life. And, and also from a business owner perspective, Well, selling for you can allow you to do well in your life and look after your family and your community and and all the rest of it. So uh, selling is certainly not a necessary evil um, when you're in an industry like ours.
0: Yeah, yeah, fully agree. Next question for you, sir, is, and this came from a talk I did during the week. um, I had it a two-parter, but we we decided to call it to a one-parter. The the pandemic, the the C word, and I'm not talking about Christmas, COVID, (laughs) the last 18 months, two years. What positives have you taken from the last two years? If any, hopefully, there's a few. Otherwise, we can talk about the negatives, which is probably loads, but if Mm. we all know the negatives almost, so what positives have you taken personally and from the last 18 months, two years?
1: Yeah, there's there's there are certainly um there are certainly some challenges that I I wouldn't just um overshadow with good because th- there have been certainly some challenges and I know some some people have definitely been really impacted as well. Um I suppose if I was to assess this uh personally f- from, from my own position and then from an organization and business standpoint as well. Um Personally, in terms of positives, um, again, not to downplay the, the, the major challenges that the world has faced and also the medical um, element that's there, but, but personally from, from my own lifestyle and, and how I've adjusted and adapted is, I, I've definitely been able to um, appreciate the, uh, the, the beauty of small things and local things way more um like i'm talking way way more <laughs> uh, you you kind of know that um i, I would uh, travel a, a fair amount before I, i'd be often uh, uh gallivanting off to bali and uh in indonesia and that that was sort of you know if, if we had a couple of days free um my wife and i would shoot off to bali right that was our sort of thing um and you know th- that wasn't a possibility obviously and and, and so instead of that, we started doing things much closer to home, uh, much smaller. Uh, and then a bit further here in Western Australia, you can, you can travel a fair amount. But, um, you know, uh, for anybody who's been to Western Australia, Esperance, which is like a nine, 10 hour drive from where I am, we actually went to Esperance twice during uh, the lockdown period where WA was still open. You could travel internally. Um, and, and it was probably one of the most beautiful places I've ever visited in my whole life. And I would probably, you know, it might've taken me another 10 years, 15 years to see that place. And we did it in a totally different way. We, we rented a camper van and, you know, did a a, a very different travel to what I'm used to, you know, jetting across to no Valorant no. <laughs> in a, in a, in a lovely villa and the rest of it. But you know what, there was, there was an honesty and a beauty in that, that, you know, waking up next to the beach, having a coffee. And as you, as you know, I'm uh, well, you've seen me surfing, so I, I don't want to I can't pretend I'm a good surfer, but Man, I've been trying. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying. And, and there's just there's there's just such a, a a beauty and honesty about about doing that and, and, and traveling Esperance when it was really quiet. We were at, at some stages the only people on the beach that that stuff to me would have never even been on my radar. So so I think that's a big change that um, and, and seeing that then forced me to reassess some of the things that, you know, I, I, w- I was doing. And um, yeah, so, so I suppose that personally was was a fairly big one. Um, and probably the biggest one, you know, it, it's, uh, and, and, you know, things have uh, come into my wife's world as well in, in her business. And, and she's been, and obviously we're very close from a business standpoint as well. And, and we we look through things there together. Um, and, and it's, it's had really positive impacts on her and she has a PT business. So she's in the fitness industry as well. So, um, definitely you can choose how you respond to this stimulus to a degree and you can run with something that is going to, uh, work better for your life and maybe in time for your business too it might not seem like it during when change is coming and it's 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 quite scary um but afterwards certainly um it can be uh, really positive so um i don't know how you would uh, how you would wrap that up as a, as a positive but 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 spending more time locally and and closer to home now which is here in, in western Australia um, as opposed to uh, jetting away from everything really quickly um being able to give back locally you know um i'm I'm sure those local towns have probably seen a bit of a boost too because of the local travel which is which is quite cool so that's one of the things personally um i would have noticed uh from a i've taken some things from business owners i work with as well personally and i I, i've used those things for myself but but i've definitely been um it's it's been it was it was really challenging for me too, in terms of 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 running a business that provides supports, to provide support to businesses that were mostly closed. Uh, it was it was really difficult, and and you know you talk about that um, that that sort of um, resolve and and resilience and and positive energy that I would like to bring to things. In those days, that was that was definitely getting tested. I would go from call to call and meeting to meeting dealing with people who at times were on the brink, either personally, um, you know, uh, in some cases, uh, you know, financially, things were things were going uh, fairly poorly. And there was a lot of change and fear and and the rest, of obviously, that would come with that. Um, and I think if I gave into that in that moment, and if I kept hearing that and and recognizing that it probably would have uh, forced me to question things that I was doing in my business and I would start acting differently and start acting out of panic and fear and probably make some poor decisions. Um, so, so I definitely think um, being able to talk people through that journey uh, also helped me in my own personal journey and in my own business journey um, to, to really find that resolve and, and stay steady throughout the process. Um, the industry, although it has been impacted, and it certainly has been, I'm not going to downplay that, in... And, and this is probably a bit a bit of a controversial statement, and it's not to say that um, uh, you know some businesses uh, unfortunately were you know uh, caught up in, in in challenging times, and 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 you know uh, they were probably a lot of circum- circumstantial things that didn't go well for them as well. But there were certainly a lot of people who had to you know uh, bite down on the gum shield, as it were, and 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 really sort of go do i really love what i do is this really the industry i want to be in cuz i could get a job and i think at in in the in the sole trader space in a smaller business space where there's less risk you know you don't have a lease you're not you know maybe you're not in as much you know in, in those moments you might go this is getting a bit tricky i mean i'd be better off doing something else and 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 maybe you know for yourself and for your family you might be um, again that that might be the right answer and i'm not saying if somebody has done that that was the wrong decision, it might've been the right decision. But in some ways on the other side of this, we know that the people that are here doing it, they truly, truly, really, this is, this is what they care about. Because in the same way, I'm sure when I was uh, trying my best and our business was trying its best to be there for you and people uh, own like yourself that we work with, I'm sure you were doing the exact same. In fact, I know this because we work so closely with you. You were doing that same thing for your members, right? You were being there for them. As as their mentor and coach and and maybe guiding light through that difficult time, um, and that's not easy to do when you're being slammed from restrictions and you know losing money and and all the rest of it. But that says that wow, you, this really is something you care about.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And uh, to to echo echo some of that, the we were at our lowest end at various times, and I spoke to you about you know. We, everything has been left, but but not Mikio. Mikio stays. Mikio stays no matter what. I remember it,
1: you said that, yeah. <laughs>
0: more and again, like I had a son who was nine months when this kicked off. I had a daughter born in the month after we had the highest amount of cases. Like so that I didn't have a whole lot of time to worry, which was a, a blessing mm. in, in some ways. And I remember at various times that I am, I am the cue to a lot of people in the gym, working and training, and that I said, look, whatever restrictions they put on us, they can never stop me dressing up and running out the door and doing a few cartwheels as Captain Corona. <laughs> and while some people will enjoy it, I know some people will go. His just <laughs> ability to not be embarrassed. Is comforting comforting to me <laughs> and that that became something and that was just leadership that that's all that was and you know distraction but also a bit like yes it's it's not halloween but i'm allowed to do this now all right yeah
1: oh I, I i know you that was, was also you wanting to wrestle so let's oh, just sure. yeah. put that out there
0: <laughs> god bless the pandemic on that front so <laughs> Yeah, we're good. We're okay for time in another few minutes. Very One thing That you said to me a long time ago, and it's always stayed with me. And I think people will need to hear you talk about it more than ever. Um, because of the remote working, working from home, all of us working online on many different platforms. And I think you got it from Zig Ziglar. And um, when you're at the office, be at the office. When you're at the beach, be at the beach Mm. how do you continue to do that in in this the 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 most connected world we've ever ever been in
1: Mm. Mm. yeah it it is a it is a a good a good statement and uh, the accent that it's said in is probably even better usually when you're at the office be at the office when you're at the beach be at the beach so uh and look i I suppose my world is is a digital world largely uh we operate a, a business which largely lives online. Um, we've we've expanded our team, so we've got a team member based in Dublin. We're actually hiring a team member based in um, a different region in Australia as well. So, I mean, certainly my day um, is is largely computer based. Uh, we, we do meet with members that we work with here in Western Australia and all the rest of it. Um, but I I, I was. I was digital meeting before it was a thing is kind of what I'm getting at. This, this was my world before it was a thing. Um, so, so I suppose I've had practice would be the first thing before people were doing this as, as, as a common piece. Um, but, but it's, look, I, I would like to think of it this way, right? Um, you, you'd think as a, a business owner, as an employee, as a, in whatever capacity you, you are here, you would think that like you have to always be on um, and because you're going to be better for it. I think the opposite is true. I think me being on and accessible when I'm at the beach probably means that I have a, a bad experience when I'm there. And then when I'm back doing the work, that's also um, not going to see any improvements. So I think it's just about segmenting and separating and, and actually being you know as, as sort of silly as it sounds but being in the moment that you are in it because recognizing that you thinking about um a particular situation that happened in the workplace or whatever in your schooling or whatever you can't impact it or affect it there so you may as well enjoy the thing that you're doing um that to me is is probably the way to view it because if you think that you need to spend more time mulling over something and, and being across all the detail, and, and to be honest, let, let's you know, most of the time this is um, you know, uh, in a management problem where managers have a lot of um, they have a larger large workload and they're going through a lot of things and, and they're probably doing things that um, they shouldn't be doing too, like being across too much that they should be supportively delegating to others. And they're overbearing. The things that they're doing when they're at the beach is like checking in on things that should have been done effectively if they had have trained somebody properly. So usually it's it's an, a bit of escapism. I'm, I have to do this. I, I mean, uh, I'm off. Uh, I'm actually off an annual leave as of today. Like And I mentioned to you uh, today uh, on the hour, I need to be gone because, of course, I want to share my time with yourself. But I know that if I don't take this break, I will be less valuable and my organization will be less valuable for you and your business when you need us. So I think it's recognizing that, you know, you've for me that that I'm going down to Margaret River for me, that break. Down to Margaret River, um, it'll you know it'll be relaxing. It'll, it'll be a bit of surfing. It'll be spending time with my wife and our little dog, and and that will be the thing that allows me and maybe to come back. Maybe this is answering one of the earlier questions. Maybe that's why I can be so strong and positive and energetic, because when I'm there, I will be there, and I think that's probably um, yeah. That, that one of the things I've done for a long time is is periodically book little breaks, short breaks um in three to five days that was kind of part of why we used to go to bali a lot uh, and i found that's a good little way to make sure that i take the rest that i say i'm going to take because it's forced upon me mm-hmm.
0: very good yeah thank you for doing this so i'm here here <laughs> You're at the end of your day though, so you were working prior to all of this. So this is the end. Correct. That. Correct. Mm-hmm. Although
1: there was a break, so so the, I you know I certainly I I especially wanted to see you today on because um you know I, I appreciate what you're doing with your uh, with, with everything right the, the podcast is is a great addition but but honestly what you're doing in your business and because uh, I I see so many different fitness businesses around the world and they're all great right they're all great at what they do but I've never seen somebody do it the way you all do it in like I, I really have it you know lifting and laughing I've that is a unique thing to your uh, business and and it's you know it's also a testament to the rest of your team you of course but you know we work closely with all of your team and uh, they're a huge part of it um yeah so I, I I wanted to spend the time with you today. This wasn't. Um, uh, th- that's the reason. I'm
0: sure. I'm sure you use us as an example, lads. If you think you're off the wall, look at this. <laughs> Six years in counting. I don't know how they're doing it.
1: <laughs> I do work. I, I do work with some interesting characters, but you know, uh, you're you're. Um, everybody's interesting in their own right. Let's this, put that. This way.
0: is it. You <laughs> it, would say, and uh, disappointed to hear you're not doing the marathon on uh, Sunday. Uh, I thought you thought you'd be all over that. The one in Perth. Um, I you I you know I have run a marathon. I know I I have run a marathon. Just trying to say, just just run around and up to the Optus Stadium and wherever else, (laughs) and and starts at the Optus. I think uh, Michael Hayes was was telling me. (laughs) You you do have some
1: good running contacts, all right. I I think um the the marathon I did was Cork in uh, I want to say like 2010 maybe, um
0: yeah. yeah.
1: (laughs) <laughs> I, I i had two black eyes after it from a, from the eyeballs bouncing in my head for running for so long i did zero proper training uh, i would not be doing one again personally yeah. that's my <laughs> yeah,
0: I, i'd be on along the same line. well we will wrap this up now sir because i know i'm conscious of the time the last question and and in these parts probably the most important question oh, to you. here we go let's have a joke <clears throat> oh okay um Let's
1: have a joke. I actually, do you know what? I'm pulling a blank here. Um, Don't act so like you weren't told
0: about this last night.
1: <laughs> what would be, um, I suppose, uh, honestly, Owen, I think I'm going to have to leave it to the king here because you are the lifting and laughing master. So, I mean, if I could, if I could repropose it because I am pulling a blank on my jokes, uh, maybe you could, you could lead us out with a good one.
0: Well, good. You've come off a comedy show. So, I'm, I mean, you have good some one fresh questionable. ones. Questionable um all right what do we have what do we have mine would probably not be suitable as, as a, i don't want to you know i want to make this why why was the cow always annoyed at the committee meetings
1: why was the cow see my mind goes to try to solve it i don't know
0: because <laughs> they felt their opinions were never heard Oh, geez.
1: <laughs> and uh yeah i think that's why i leave this section to you because you are the master you um, are the master.
0: Sympathy laughter is still laughter <laughs> <laughs> so uh, we will leave it at that thank you so much shane of of sare consultancy of, of shane mcconis across the world and people can find you uh, i suppose if you want to just shout out where can people find you if they do want more
1: yeah, look, uh, consul- SaorConsultancy.com or or.com.au depending on the region you're in, um, on all the socials, all the rest of it. Um, say hello, even you know if you're not in the game and not looking to get in the game. I love
0: connecting with people and uh, having good chats. So. brilliant, a pleasure, sir. Folks, thank you for listening. This has been the EMF Lifting and Laughing podcast, and we will leave it there. Until next time, have a good week and have a good night whenever you're listening to this.